Yes, you mentioned at the top there was what a massive uh, start to the BBL it was last night with Melbourne Stars taking on the Sydney Thunder up in Canberra. And a thriller. I mean, again, you didn't realise what was going to happen. You thought, well, 120-odd is not going to be enough. No. Turned out to be just enough. Well, well, not enough, so not quite by one ball. And to join us is a superstar from the Sydney Thunder. He did everything last night. He battered, he bowled, he took catches, he was everywhere. That's Chris Green. G'day, Chris. Hello, boys. How's it going? Oh, fantastic. How are you feeling the uh, the, the (laughs) afternoon after the thrilling win last night? Yeah, mixed emotions. Happy, relieved. Uh, My heartbeat's finally settled. It was was going pretty high after... Uh, my dismissal at the end there and uh, that catch that uh, I guess turned the game on its head and just to allow um, Garinda to to do his magic so it worked, it worked out a treat <laughs> but it's just amazing how do you how do you find your emotions after getting out to such an amazing catch and it was one of the better catches probably we've we've all seen um, to feel that annoyed frustrated uh, to maybe two minutes later to feel joy and happy because you've pulled off a great win. Yeah, I think that's the um, the joy that is T20 cricket. It's swings and roundabouts and topsy-turvy. is, is obviously the perfect start to the Big Bash uh, this season, um, given the result. It, well, the wicket probably wasn't as conducive to the, the boom and bash that we're, we're used to. But, um, yeah, I think the, I got sent the video quite a bit of the catch because of my facial reaction in total disbelief, I, I guess. I thought it was initially straight at him. Then it looked like he misjudged it, and I thought I'd, you know, snuck it past him for a four, which would have meant four or five balls to, to win the game. So, um, yeah, it was uh, a little bit of disbelief, but happy we got over the line in the end. Chris, it was here, mate. Uh, and with with the uh, the ending coming down to the last ball, I mean, uh, Garindo probably should have been caught. I think in the slips off uh, one of the guys early on off Zampa, but uh, to get to that last ball and then it come down to that, what, what did you make of that ending? Yeah, it was, um, you couldn't have scripted it really. Uh, when when Gurinder came out, I just sort of said to him, "Is the rate's not ridiculously high. Sometimes you find yourself in that position batting at the end, needing sort of 18, 20 and over and you've got to swing away wildly. But, you know, fortunately we only um, had to get... Um, Six and over, six and a half and over. Um, so it was just about knocking around, getting getting him set, and you know taking it late. We still had that surge to come, and my plan was to target Luke Woods' last three or four balls, and then the last over by Webster. So even if we needed fifteen to twenty off those nine or ten balls, I, I felt more comfortable back ending it rather than trying to play our hand too early. Was it a difficult wicket to bat on? I mean, it's normally, you know, you, you usually win on, you know, 180, but 120 yeah, doesn't sound like wicket. a big score. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, typically, you know, it is a it is a, a great batting wicket um, there at Monica and then conducive to some, some big scores. But I think you naturally look around the country at the moment, we, particularly in this East Coast with a lot of the rain that's been happening, it's been tough for, for groundsmen to get that live grass, the SDG is quite dry. A lot of the wickets in Sydney are really dry at the moment as well. So uh, it was on the slower side. And for me, I was quite pleased because I was able to... It's not often in Australia you can try and spin the ball um, and feel dominant, particularly in T20 cricket. So I really enjoyed uh, that dynamic. And uh, I think it's good to, sh- to give the bowlers something in a game that's very batters heavy at times. Now, you've also you've played a bit around the world in, in, in this format and... 
Was your name up in lights for, is it the second uh, round or something of the IPL? Is that right? Or was that... Uh, I've entered the auction. I'm not auction. Yeah. expecting uh, big things. Uh, I think it's a pretty tough one to get into. I was fortunate enough to get a taste of it that first year of COVID in 2020, which I loved. It was a pity it wasn't in India, but, um, you know, my sort of position as a spin bowling all-rounder, uh, I have to be running really hot or get lucky or get a replacement gig so I'm not expecting to get picked up but I guess these things you just never know and they don't go off uh, really nice hair and nice teeth and a well, good looking lad and yeah. nice smile they don't go off that <laughs> oh they should <laughs> yeah I wish I wish <laughs> you are looking ripped mate you if you like the real fit is this the fittest you've been uh yeah I'm feeling really good it's something I, I guess I pride myself on and um through COVID and, and coming back from my ban, I really looked into every aspect of my game and, and wanted to up the ante. I, I guess I'm someone that's addicted to fitness and the endorphins that it comes with in the first place, just through my upbringing and the background of my family in the professional sporting world. But, um, yeah, I, always, I think if I'm in fit and in a good place and my body's feeling good, then um, I'm reducing the chance of injury and increasing the chance of success on the field. And your captain uh, at the uh, Thunder this year is a, a young bloke. It's sort of his first... I don't know how, how many times he has captain, actually, but uh, it's, a, it's a huge task, 2020 captain. I mean, we hear Ricky Ponning in his commentary, and, and he can get it right, but that's years of experience. Uh, how's Jason going? Yeah, look, he's, he is very young. He, it's his first crack at it, New South Wales. Uh, he sort of run the Sydney Thunder, see him as a future leader of their organisation, so... They want to give him that opportunity to to see how he can go. I think he's currently vice captain of New South Wales, so um, they want to see how he's he's going and and what he can bring and give him that experience in the um, in the leadership space. So I think he'll he'll naturally, like anyone does, find their feet and, and grow in confidence as the the tournament goes on. And your internationals that have come out, um, they've obviously fitted in nicely. Yeah, very nice. I mean, Ailes has been coming out for this is his fourth season now and he, he loves dominating the big bash and Faruqi started with a bang Riley Rousseau is a, a talented player who's unfortunately got out first delivery last night but he brings a lot of experience to our batting lineup and um, a lot of uh, danger for opposition bowlers when they I guess think of our top order now as well Alright just for yourself how, how do you see uh, the, the BBL sort of panning out this year and with, I think there's going to be a few changeover players because of that other competition that unfortunately sort of starts at the yeah, wrong time. In the Middle East. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the nature of, of the cricketing world now and, and I think the sporting world and the rest of the world is through COVID we had a lot of these delays and, and now everyone's trying to play catch-up. So there are a few things sort of jammed in there and, and unfortunate that guys will be leaving. But with that presents new opportunities for replacement players and, and more local players as well. To, to stamp their authority and make a name for themselves in this competition. I think it's going to be very closely contested. Um, sides will obviously wanting to get the, the most out of their, their big overseas stars before they go, which I think we sort of have them for nine games. But then, you know, after those nine games, we see an influx of some of the Aussie test stars. You look at Warner, Smith, Cameron Green, um, just to name a few that will be coming back in to strengthen the tournament. And um, I myself very pleased that we get one of them in David Warner coming in for us. So, um, I think it's in a really good place and uh, I know the players are really excited and, and for us we really enjoyed 
having the fans and that interaction with our fans, particularly the young boys and girls on the fence last night who stayed out and, um, you know, felt the same adrenaline that we were feeling and, and rode the emotions that we did through the game last night as well. And unfortunately, had a couple of little... A sourpuss um, stoyness on the boundary there. He looked uh, very well, unwell. Well, he was sick. He had COVID. <laughs> they kept, they kept he, looked as, he looked as white as a ghost. Oh, did you see him on, did you see him on the boundary? Yeah, it happens sometimes when you get out first ball to a really good off-spinner. <laughs> <laughs> you can make you feel uh, a little bit under the weather. I told, um, I told you no, I like my I mean, segways. <laughs> it's, um, it's the nature of the tournament now, and it's great that um, the way we're going, we don't have to sit out if we, we have COVID and, you know, we can crack on with it and we don't miss out on too much of the, the big-name players as well. Um, but, you know, within the pools, there are spaces if you are feeling under the weather and you can get subbed out of the game or... Um, allowed to play as well, depending on your health and your symptoms and your, I guess, your threat to others. It's an individual decision and the decision of the team's medical staff. So, obviously, he wasn't um, feeling up to, to fielding and that presented Brody Couch with the opportunity to take yeah. two bloody screamers. Exactly. <laughs> well, at least you can claim you, uh, you uh, <laughs> put him out of, out of order. Um, your favourite your favorite ground, I often... Um, like I've I've seen a few, been to a few games, a few tests interstate, like interstate and Adelaide Oval for me. Just the night test is is so special. Where's your favourite ground? Yeah, that that one's right up there. Unfortunately, um, I've been able to play in the last three or four years that New Year's Eve uh, blockbuster. This year will be the New Year's Eve blockbuster at Albury for us, but uh, it's a pretty special place when you get to play in front of forty thousand people and uh, uh, really get that that buzz and the goosebumps up when you hear the noises and then to watch the fireworks after, it's pretty special. I'm a big fan of the SCG. It now holds a very special place in my heart. It's where I guess my professional career started in T20 cricket and then more recently Sheffield Shield cricket as well, uh, making my debut there mm. um, nine years apart. But, um, yeah, it was um, that, that those two within Australia are pretty good. And then I've been very lucky enough to, to be the overseas player the last two years for Middlesex in the blast. So playing at Lords and... Home of cricket is uh, pretty, pretty awesome. It's hard yeah. to really describe what it's like. It's just uh, so, so cool. Oh, excellent. Very good. Uh, we're talking to Chris Green, the uh, superstar, uh, well, all rounder for the um, Sydney Thunder. Um, big win last night. Now, a huge 12 months or even six months coming up for your family there, Chris, isn't it? With Australia taking on South Africa shortly and then <laughs> playing against uh, your mother's poms in the middle of the year. How are we. Uh, How's the family going to deal with this? <laughs> yeah, huge rivalry when it comes to, to sport uh, in our household. And, um, you know, mum and dad consider this home, but we'll always support the respective South Africa and England where they were born and represented through their tennis. And then my brother and I uh, support Australia. So um, there's plenty of competitive juices flying around. And um, I think the Test Series against South Africa, I think I actually needs to be come down to the batting and if a couple of the South African batsmen can sort of get in in the same way that uh, Smith, Labashane and, and Head have done this summer, I think it's going to be really good considering how good their um, ball, fast bowling attack is close to on par with ours at the moment. And, you know, there's a few injuries there as well to some key people. Um, so I think, I think if South Africa can get some runs, it could be a really interesting Test Series. Well, we've got Scott Boland's back on the scene, mate, oh. so it's going to be even tougher. Yeah. <laughs> Hometown yeah. favourite down here. Yeah, well. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's what he does. That's what he. Yeah, that's what he does. Uh, but um, you, but you also hold a British passport as well, mate. So do you get a choice yeah. on who you who you uh, play for? Like if South Africa are down a player, uh, are you available? <laughs> I don't think so. That uh, means I have to give up um, my status here as an Australian. Uh-huh. Uh, I was pretty close to doing it as a youngster and going over and giving it a crack in England, but um, through performance and opportunity and timing, I guess uh, I got um, a, a contract and, and further opportunities to, to play uh, here in Australia. And, and you know, that, I see this as my home, and my dream has always been to represent Australia and, and, and hopefully achieve that, that feat at some stage in my career. Yeah. Are you on a farm there, mate? I've got some chickens in the background. <laughs> no, I'm walking my uh, dog along the beachfront. I live in Manly, so oh, very I'm doing nice. tough at the moment. Yeah, that's horrible. No chickens there. No, I don't think <laughs> uh, Now, Sunday against the Renegades, are we uh, making any changes to the 11 or do you reckon we'll, we'll uh, stay the same? Um, it's a good question. Thank uh, you. I'd love to be able to give you the... Uh, insights into our coach and captain's brains upon selection <laughs> but I think you know when you're winning you, you want to try and make as minimal changes as possible the tournament is a lot of short turnaround so there may be some sore bodies that could force one change perhaps but um, typically we'll try and keep it as stable as possible throughout this tournament and just base it on conditions and matchups as we see fit Oh, either way, we'll get to see those pearly whites out there, mate, for yeah, sure, and we look forward to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I keep brushing them well morning and night for you, boys. <laughs> You're a good man. Uh, hey, Chris, we'll leave it there, mate. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been great fun to chat. Uh, good luck for the rest of the tournament, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up again soon. Thanks, lads. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, keep supporting the Thunder all the way through. Thanks, mate. We'll try. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. There we go. Chris Green, all-rounder for the Sydney Thunder.